Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Caldwell, and today we have made it to episode number 200. 200 episodes of the New Mercies Podcast. I hope you have found a little bit of encouragement through this podcast, through what God has been sharing with me. Again, when I started this, it was basically a way for me to share what God shows me in my quiet time. It was just a way for me to be able to produce something that can maybe bring some encouragement to somebody, bring some bring some life to someone, maybe just a new mercy of God that you can experience alongside what God is doing in my life. Today, we are going to continue in our series, A Survey of the Old Testament. We are looking book by book, what God is doing, the 30,000-foot view of what these books look like. Today, we're in the book of Leviticus, probably your favorite book in the Bible, right? If I was to say, hey, if you're going to do a quiet time today, where are you going to start? You'll probably say, oh, Leviticus, for sure. Leviticus is a tough book in the Old Testament, not one we jump into many times. But today, I want to look at just what Leviticus brings to us. It is the dedication to God, right? So Exodus is all about how God's people got out of Egypt. Leviticus is all about how God gets Egypt out of his people. It's all about helping them to understand. It starts out with offerings and sacrifices, the kind of sacrifices and offerings that God desires. Some of those offerings are the burnt offerings, the sin offerings, the trespass offering, the peace offering, the meal offerings. All of those help God's people to get rid of what Egypt taught them, to get rid of what the world is telling them. How can we focus on putting our energies and our love and our devotion into God, what he has done for us. He has freed us. He's given us life. He's given us laws and not just laws to slow us down or to hold us back, but laws to free us, to give us liberty. The book of Leviticus also goes into how the priests were established. It gives us the priesthood. This is where that began. There are so many great things to learn from how God sets up the priesthood with the people of Israel that are wonderful to our understanding and our knowledge base of the whole scripture. Leviticus also brings to us how to live a clean life, how to live a life that's pure, that's clean. How do you do that? Passover also is commemorated in the book of Leviticus. You know, in the book of Exodus, Passover happened, that moment of Passover. So now in the book of Leviticus, God says the Passover needs to be set as a constant reminder in your life. So I want you to commemorate this, and I want you to put this every single year. I want you to have a meal. I want you to think about this. I want you to remember what I have done. That's what I want you to do. In fact, a lot of the feasts and festivals are set in place in the book of Leviticus so that God's people will continue to be focused on him and him alone and what he does. So many times in the Bible, it tells us to set time to remember, number our days, remember what God's doing, remember the works of his hands. Don't forget what he's done. What he did in the book of Leviticus to his people is he said, take these calendar days, put a feast in place, celebrate me, celebrate what I've done. Not because I'm looking for more celebration, but because you need to be reminded that you're mine and I'm yours. Leviticus gives us a lot of the details of what those feasts and festivals look like. It also gives us details of what the offerings look like and what the sacrifices look like, what the priests were supposed to do, the garments they were supposed to wear, all of those different details. All of those details point to God's glory. They point to who he is. They give us more of an understanding of his nature and his character. It's hard sometimes to read the book of Leviticus because it's so far out of our context. But we have to understand, as we look at a survey of it, it is all about being dedicated 
to God and Him alone, not to the world, not to what the world sees as valuable, but what God sees as valuable. Everything has meaning, and that meaning points us back to who God is.